Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's the podcast. It's It Could Happen Here. It is about something that could happen here, very specifically. Um, yeah, I'm I'm Christopher Wong. I'm, I'm here with James Stout and Garrison Davis. Hello. Hello to you both. Hello. Hi. We all joined the Zoom call. That that did happen here. And it that's did. the show, everybody. All right. <laughs> okay, Bye-bye. so that's the thing that, that did happen here. And now we're going to talk about something that could happen here. And okay. that specific thing is... Uh, a, a call by two Harvard academics to hire 500,000 more cops? Nope. So, okay, uh, the, the, like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know when this is going to go up, but sometime in the past, there, there was a piece that went viral by a civil rights lawyer and anti-prison activist turned media critic, Alec Caricatanis, about a pair of Harvard academics yeah, who, who wrote this article calling for 500,000 more cops. And this is, okay, like... The fact that we have academics writing position papers, basically, that are calling for 500,000 more cops is terrifying in and of itself. But yeah, but, but crime is, is, is at a record high. Garrison, oh, you oh, are about not? to see oh, shit. Oh, okay. You, you are about to see, you're about to see and hear shit that is going to make your fucking ears bleed because <laughs> it's not shit. Like, okay, normally you, th- these are Harvard academics, right? So you're assuming these are like right-wing Natsek ghouls, right? Or like the equivalent mm-hmm. in, in, in the sort of like, yeah, you know. These are not. 
this was written by a socialist. And when I say a socialist, right, like, I, I don't mean a sort of like one of the sort of like terminally online desperate cranks trying to hold together like a Maoist microsect. I'm talking about people who are incredibly well connected inside the mainstream socialist left. So the, the authors of this call for 500,000 more cops are Christopher Lewis, who is a Harvard law professor who makes me embarrassed to have my own name. And <laughs> more interestingly, Harvard sociology professor Adenar Usami. So who is Adenar Usami? Um, he is on the board, he's on the editorial board of Catalyst, which is a, a Marxist... Ma- I, 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 okay, do, do, have you, do any of you two know what Catalyst is? Yeah. I'm Besides familiar. the sequel to the Mirror's Edge original game? No, I don't. Yeah, okay, so they're, they're, they're a, a Marxist magazine. They're supposed to be a more, a more sort of theoretical Marxist like yeah. magazine founded by a guy named Vivek Chibber, who's a pretty influential sort of like soak-dem Marxist who could be found... Literally in any de- any of the last like five decades, you can find him yelling about the cultural turn in academia and calling for a return <laughs> to political economy. <laughs> the cultural turn. Is that a yes? Yes. Oh yeah, that is. He has been yelling about this for decades. Longer, I think he's been yelling about this for longer than I've been alive. Oh god! Like that's how long this has been going on. People have definitely been like fetching about the cultural turn for longer than any of us have been alive yeah uh, and, and and they've been wrong for that entire time yeah and okay, chipper is like one of the guys who trained usami in the first place now catalyst's other major founder um is much more famous and that's someone you probably have heard of uh who is one boshkar sankara who is the current president of the nation and also the founder of jacobin where and this is where it gets fun <laughs> Uh, Usami, also on the editorial board of Jacobin. (laughs) This is the guy caring for 500,000 more cops, right? This isn't coming from the usual sort of like rabid reactionaries. This is coming from people who have serious credentials in the mainstream socialist left. And, okay, so... All right, I want to talk about what's actually in the paper. And the first thing I need everyone to understand about this from the get-go is that this is maybe the worst paper I've ever read. Like if if I had tried to turn this paper in to my like freshman under like into, into like my, my an undergrad lit class I would have failed. Like when, when when I was in my freshman year in college I had to read biblical analysis written by a freshman Ted Cruz supporter who was arguing that there was a problem in the Bible where there was no way for God to talk to people. This is worse than that. Let me introduce you to the Quran. How is <laughs> like how is how how is it worse, Chris? Okay, so let, let, let's let's just start off right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a, a, a random part in the middle so you understand how just mind-numbingly atrocious this is. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. This is an article called, and and I, I'm not kidding about the title of this. Yeah. Quote: The injustice <laughs> of under policing in America. Ha. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> we're starting off great. This. We're starting off great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both of them wrote this article. So, but like, actually, yeah. So, 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 be- before we get into the actual main argument, I'm just going to read this quote, which is, uh, "All right, let's hear it." Even if our answers prove unsound, we hope that the combination of empirical social science and analytic moral and political philosophy we can oh, we contribute can help eliminate what alternative answers to those questions might have 
to look like to be sound. Which, first off, terrible writing. The immortal writing. science of Marxist Leninism. <laughs> this is, I, I would prefer the immortal science of Marxist Leninism. This is awful. Like, send this writing terrible. Send it back to an editor. Give them a decade. They'll come back with it. Second off, I literally cannot imagine two disciplines I would like rather less apply to the problem of mass incarceration than those. Like these authors yeah. have dared ask the question, what if we combined the bone rattling stupidity of analytic philosophy with a sociologist's complete inability to do statistics? And the answer <laughs> is this. And, and yeah. when I, when I say complete inability to do statistics, right? I, I, I need people to understand how bad this article is, right? Like I, 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 like I, I like viscerally need you to understand. So, okay, help here, us. here help is, here, here is a quote. Here, here's another section of this article. But while firearm availability no doubt has some impact on the level of violence, we think the effect is likely to be small. A large effect would be difficult to square with other patterns across place, persons, and time. Consider, for example, that while the United States has 10 times as many guns as El Salvador, the homicide rate there is roughly 10 times higher than it is here. Now, stats knowers, think for a second about what they just compared, right? The United States has 10 times as many guns. The homicide rate in El Salvador is 10 <laughs> yeah, times higher, yeah. right? Famous think about countries with a similar population. Yeah, yeah. Think about, okay, what, what does the U.S. have more of than El Salvador? Guns. Um, that's it. That's guns. Your, that's your, that's no, no, thing. we have more guns, but we also have 50 times the population. The Not U.S. Relevant. has 331 million people. El Salvador is 6.5 million people, which means... Again, if if you're looking at this in terms of guns per capita, right? Yep. Uh, El Salvador's guns per capita is actually five times higher than ours. Oh wow, that's quite impressive. Yeah, and, and from like, a financial perspective, because we have a lot yeah, of guns. Yeah, right. And, and you know, okay. Again, the, you, the, the, if 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 you're if you're going to do basic statistics, right? You would think that these professors at Harvard University would know the difference between a rate of gun ownership and the pure ownership of guns? They do not. They do not. Do they not, or have they decided that they're going to pretend they don't? I I don't, I, okay, here's the thing. Going into this, right, I assume this was just sort of pure hack shit, and I think a lot of it Mm. is. I think they also are genuinely this dumb. Like, I, genuine, I, 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 it's, it's really incredible. Like, I I mean, again, like, the, the thing... Like, like, the thing they've actually demonstrated with their own numbers is precisely the opposite of what they're arguing. The thing they've demonstrated yeah. with the numbers they have given us is that there is a correlation between gun ownership rates and the homicide rate, <laughs> right? Like, they're trying yeah. to, they're, this entire section is about proving that they're, that they, that the number of guns doesn't, and like, this, this isn't even, like, this isn't me, like, like, I don't, like, this is not, like, me yelling about gun control or whatever, like, this is just to get you to understand the level of statistics these people are on. And also, I should point this out, I tracked down their citation, because I, was, I wanted to make sure I didn't, I wasn't misunderstanding their argument, right? So I tracked down their citation on these numbers, and I went to the paper they cited, and the thing they cited does not have gun, uh, gun ownership numbers for El Salvador, so I have no idea where they're getting any of these numbers. They've apparently, they quite possibly have pulled this out of their ass completely, uh. Because yeah. the, uh, and apparently, apparently nobody checked if their citations actually contain the things that they're supposed yeah. to. Yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. There is a thing that happens when you get tenure or you become a professor at a very established university, and that thing is you just say shit and people trust you. Like we've seen this time and again in the academy, right? That like peer review is not serving its function because like the status hierarchy of people in academia 
is more important to both the peer reviewers and the people doing the writing than the actual process of peer review. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, their citations are... Uh, this is an interesting... Uh, this is... I don't know. They're, 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 they've like made the capital letters larger. They use it's, a it's small arms survey, I guess, for that. I'm just looking but at it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does small arms survey. It doesn't have those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, uh, okay, so yeah, you know, we, yeah. we've we've established that these people are absolute hacks who, whose work would have gotten me failed out of an undergrad course. Though, to be yeah. fair, maybe it's actually it, it's it's technically possible that University of Chicago just holds its students to more rigorous standards than Harvard or MIT, whose journal published this, does their intellectuals. So you know, I I. We, we, we never this know. Is, this is also yeah. why I never use Jacobin as a source on the show. Yeah. Also, because they pay 50 bucks per article, and that Jesus shit is Christ. way out of order. Yeah, Jacobin, not a cool publication, actually. Not mega-based. Um, yeah. Uh, pay yeah. your workers if you're pretending to be socialist. Yeah, if you're trying to be like a labor... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, here's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boshkar Sankara is on the record talking about the quote, his quote, petite bourgeois hustle. Talking about how we made Jacobin, so you know, okay, we'll 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 get back to the class aspect of all of this next episode, but okay, let, let, let's go back to this paper and let's take a second to look at what they're actually arguing. All right, and the first thing I need to, you to understand about their argument is that their entire the entire substantive argument of this paper hinges on an absolutely enormous lie. Um, uh-huh. here, let me let me let me let me, let me quote this lie. Yet it also illustrates the much less well-known fact that America is not an all-in-outlier in its rate of policing. The United States has around 212 police officers for every 100,000 total residents, which ranks it in the 41st percentile of today's developed world. Now, as Alec Caracatonis points out, uh, they've deliberately picked the lowest number of cops they can find any, like the lowest reported yeah. number of cops in the U.S. they can find anywhere. Um, and so they, they, they picked 697,000 from basically like it, it's, it's they, they picked this number from an FBI reporting thing, but the FBI also says that they don't have all the cops there because it's, it's like it's basically like a voluntary reporting thing. So there's a bunch of cops that aren't there. And then um, here's from Karakatanis, uh, who's a piece about this quote. The professors, the professor then admitted privately over email that the U.S. <laughs> census count is actually 1,227,788 police. That's 76% higher for the number they chose to use in their public article. What is the significance of this? Using this number they admitted to me, the United States truthfully has 1.1 times the median rate in rich countries. <laughs> so they've been over email that they have this whole article is based on them lying about how many cops there are in the US and it's actually way worse than this because as as as, as he points out right this number the, the number that they're using only tracks uh public police <laughs> So that doesn't count private police, and if you count private police, that it's number not, doubles it's not, again. It's not like there's private police in <laughs> yeah, America, no, no, no. though. Yeah, America. No, there's no, there's no private cops, right? right? And, and the yeah. other thing is doesn't this, the other thing is doesn't count is this counts zero federal agencies. I was gonna say, but it doesn't count federal agency. Yeah. Does does it count like state police even? Okay. Sheriff I think deputies. It, I think it, I, yeah, actually, does, I don't know does, if it counts sheriffs. Does it count sheriffs? I, it might. Because they're not police. They're, they're deputies. They're different. A highway no. patrol? I like, mean, who's who's to say? Who's to, all of yeah, the I research mean, here, to this is here's the thing, incredibly here's the dubious thing. anyway? Yeah, yeah we spent like, more time on this than they have already. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, and, okay, like to 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 get it to, to get an understanding of this, 
even if you exclude the feds entirely, right? If you exclude, and, and, and again, and this is actually a bad idea because again, we have like a fucking trillion federal agencies. For example, ICE and the Border Patrol, who again run just another police state inside of the the American police state, uh, right? Yeah. We have that. And obviously, okay, so he's comparing our, our level of policing to policing in in, uh, in like European countries, right? And okay, I, I, I don't want to minimize how many border cops European countries have, but the U.S. has way fucking more border cops no, it's, 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 than it's, they it's, do. It's it is not, not comparable. It's not comparable like, at like, all. They, they do horrible things. I, I, I will yell at the, until the end of time about how every, every Frentex member needs to be like redacted, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> parody, but like... No, <laughs> great, great but, work. But even even <laughs> yeah. even if you cut that <laughs> yeah. out, right? The actual number of cops in the U.S. is three times higher than the number they've given us. Actually, it might be more. Yeah, yeah. So if, okay, if I yeah. feel, I feel like there's a, there's anything that we can agree on as a nation is that America kind of has a lot of police. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like that's like what everyone kind of knows. That's like pe- like <laughs> people, people in Europe are like yeah, America, the, place with, the place with like the really like it like. Really militarized and heavy policing. Yeah, like as yeah. A, like a person who moved to America, it is shocking how many cops there are, how many different cops there are, and how there are cops everywhere all the time. It, it is yep the thing that it is very different about yep. America. Oh God. Uh, okay. So all they right, may uh, have used Statista to get that number. Quite like, possibly. They, yeah. Like, like is that, this is that the most is bad shit. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would uh, absolutely. Uh, if one of my students in community college did this, we'd we'd have a talk. Okay, okay. So, do, do you know what else is based on the myth of under policing? Uh, these adverts for private cops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Federal Protective Service gets them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 
24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. All right, we're back. Uh, okay, so, all right. We've established that this is this is this argument is built on a pile of lies. However, the actual content of the argument is also really funny and completely incomprehensible. So their argument is that somehow, if the U.S. had more cops, right, and 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 if 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 the ratio of cops to people, like that, the U.S. had was like in line with the European countries, that somehow. And they never have a mechanism for how this would happen. This would somehow lower the incarceration rate. I think the mechanism is line, uh, red, that's, red line. That's, that's what yeah. everyone says, is that yeah. when you have more police, it lowers incarceration rates. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the entire argument here is, what if the U.S. was like Sweden? Then there would be 500,000 more cops, mm-hmm. but somehow also less one, also 1.9 million less uh prisoners so yeah well okay. the only thing that's different between us and sweden is the cops they have more cops i i, I oh god okay so so what why are socialists pushing for this and especially socialists and again as these are these are people who in their article admit that they think the best way to deal with with poverty and with crime is welfare programs not mass incarceration so okay, so why 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 are they pushing for this and the initial answer is that they think they can reduce crime specifically homicides by increasing policing and they think which they can is do which, this. which which to be fair is an opinion that i would say at this point probably the majority of americans have maybe i i i i don't know if i buy that i i i, I, I don't I, know if that's true i think you may be a little bit further out of the overton window uh, maybe, i think maybe a majority not. of I don't a, know. a majority of americans i think do do believe that if there's a few more cops, maybe we'll have a few less murders. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see about that. But okay, the, the other thing though that's sort of like amazing about this, right, is that they think okay, so they, they think they can cut the homicide rate by hiring more police. They also think that hiring more police uh will solve the problem with policing because the problem with police is that the police don't do enough and so we need more of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, this and is, then and then also like, yeah. and then also this will make them less violent. I mean, this is something. This is even the. This is even like the whole like uh, Joe Biden. Like, oh, we have to. We can't. We can't defund the police. We have to fund the police. We have to give oh, them yeah, more resources. Yeah, yeah. Bur- if, Bur- if Bernie they, Sanders if they, also made this if argument. They, if if they yeah. have less resources, then that means they'll have to use more violence, and it's that that style of argument. Yeah, it, it's it's, yeah, it's great. a neoliberal talking point. Yeah, yeah but yeah. What, what's interesting about this again is that these people nominally are socialists. And, but, uh, yeah, you know, in, in order to justify this, right, they, 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 they argue that while being in prison is bad, and then they list a bunch of uh, co- uh, consequences of being in prison, okay. being in a neighborhood is with high oh, crime God. is also as bad for the same oh, reason. Oh, they are literally oh, arguing that being oh, in a place with crime is basically uh, the same as being in prison. 
Big time prison understanders, the old Harvard professors. Like, I, 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 look, ah. okay, I, 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 there are, there are very few people I would ever You're say this to. You're still in the panopticon, Garrison. Look, I, I, I hope it's these people get to do ethnography of this one day. Like, I, I, I hope, I hope they get to go study what the inside of a prison is like. Some participant observation. Yeah, some, I, I, some I hope they get play. to go do this. Like, yeah. you, like, there, there, there are, there are, there are lines in this article, like, here, 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 here is a random line I've pulled from this article that they say at one point, quote, In fact, black people seem to be underrepresented among those who report ever having been arrested in their lifetimes. What? That, okay, wait, all right, uh, yeah, all right, right hold on, yeah, hold That is a direct what? quote. <laughs> Citation needed? What is, yeah, yeah, what are yeah, yeah. they, they've done some absolutely insane, like, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not actually going to dignify them by laying out the stats bullshit that they've, they've, they've attempted to justify this, like, we have already seen what their stats look like, right? Like that, their stats are trying to compare a rate to a false. number. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It's completely nuts. Like that's the oh, one thing whoa. that that's the one thing that even like racist like Republicans like know is like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, there's more because uh, because I don't yeah. like black people, and you're like, that's not why, but uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm just reading this paragraph now, and it is actually uh, it is yeah. Pretty bad. So okay, I, I the, the okay. So we, we have established this is bullshit, right? I I I, I want to read a, a kind of long section that I think gives the game away as to why they're arguing this. Mm-hmm. Quote: We think in the long run, a significant expansion of social policy would reduce crime by addressing its root causes and in turn reduce the need and demand for both policing and imprisonment. Okay. In other work, uh, yeah, in this that, is true. I would say prob- probably true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In other work, we argue that any coherent conception of distributive justice or economic efficiency entails that the United States should expand its social policy. But a significant expansion of social policy requires significant redistribution from rich to poor. Redistribution of this magnitude would require the poor to wield some kind of leverage over the rich. Given the collapse of the American labor movement and the electoral fracturing of the American working class, we doubt we will see anything like this soon. (laughs) Our aim in this essay is to say something useful about what should be done in the non-ideal world in which we live, not just in the ideal world in which we would like to live. What to a say, weird to say something. Argument. Hold on, hold on. Wait, let, let me let, let me let me read this next sentence. Yeah. It gets worse. Okay. To say something about that question, we limit ourselves to options that are revenue neutral. Ah. These are socialists. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I think they may have walked outside of They've the just given up. Yeah, like like they've they've I, you know, we'll get to this. There's okay, yeah. so there's actually more of this that is also like they're like nuts. We can, it, it, it keeps we going. We can never have a better world. And yeah. Yeah. And you know what that means? Yeah. Is that we should instead just have more police. <laughs> yeah. No, here, here, here is their here is their defense of this. But why consider only prisons and police? Why couldn't the government redistribute the existing pool of money from prisons and police to social program policy? So true. As <laughs> as many, as many reformers have demanded. We, we argue in in what's wrong with mass incarceration, which is a book that they're going to release that I hope nobody buys. I don't trust I hope them. Gets to them arrested. Make a book about like, mass incarceration. Yeah, yeah. This book is now. awful. This is because social policy is bedeviled by what we call the efficiency feasibility paradox. To address the root causes of crime would be meaningfully to change the opportunity structure for the most disadvantaged people in America. 
to do this by expanding untargeted universal social programs would require significant resources since the vast majority of beneficiaries are not America's most disadvantaged people. Because penal spending is hyper-targeted in a way that social spending is not, it costs about $300 billion a year to run the world's most extensive penal state, but something like $3 trillion to run its most anemic welfare state. We admit there are significant. This is this is a, a slightly later paragraph. We admit there are significant obstacles to changing the balance that state and local governments strike between the arms of law enforcement. There are, after all, reasons that the United States has involved its present-day penal balance. But our view is that the first world balance. So the first world balance is is the, the thing they're talking about that like supposedly Norway has or some shit where they have more cops, but like per capita, but less people incarcerated. Um. But our view is that the first world balance is nonetheless substantially more feasible than any of the than the kinds of things that reformers <sighs> tend to demand today in the highly unequal oligarchic America in which we live at present. Calls to calls to reallocate a fixed pool of revenue will meet with less powerful opposition than calls to tax the rich. That is why we assume it is infeasible to expect the United ah! States to build a generous welfare state in the mold of the Scandinavian social democracies. Proposals to use hyper-targeted social policy to adjust the root causes of crime are similarly infeasible. As we have argued, to be efficient, a social policy intervention must meaningfully transform the opportunity structures of those most likely to commit crime. I mean, yeah, an intervention oh. that transforms the structures of opportunity only in the, in only those in this position will upend the ineffective incentive structure of unequal societies, thus gumming up the economy and eliciting political opposition. I mean, gumming so here's here, here's the thing: is that yeah. in some ways, I agree that the United States won't get better by making social policies within my lifetime. But my solution to this is illegalist lifestyleism, not hiring more cops. Yeah. Well, don't worry. There is there is a significant section of this where they shit on anarchism. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. Okay, okay good. Yeah. Uh, and this is what fucking happens when all your friends are also Harvard professors. You I mean, give it's also, up on yeah. real fucking people because you don't fucking talk to them. And, and, and they're it, like, oh, well, we, they'll never, they'll, it's, it's obviously written by somebody who's currently, like, well off, like, it's, it, they're currently doing yeah. well, which is why, the, because they, because they don't think the world's going to turn into a socialist utopia, but they're personally doing okay, the way to make the world feel better for them is maybe more police will make yeah. me feel safer. Like, because that's, you, that's what, that's what they're doing is because they're already well off and they're like, well, social change isn't coming. I want to live a happier life. Maybe police will keep the bad people away from me. Yeah, because they see poverty as an issue of, poverty is upstream of crime and crime yep. is a fucking annoyance to them because someone might steal their fucking BMW. Well, no, it's worse than, again, cr crime, living in a place with crime is the same as being in prison. <laughs> this is the yeah. argument. <laughs> Because you cannot conceive, because it's a socialism without fucking empathy or experience of fucking poverty, right? So yep. you can make these ludicrous statements, and all your friends in the smoking room at Harvard will agree with you. Go ho hum, yes. Uh, yep. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, yeah, and I mean, I mean, yeah, this is the thing. Very right? frustrating. Like, like they, they, they fundamentally like when Bernie lost the election, these people gave up on politics. Right, like that's what's happening. They're they're arguing that like not even is not even just like the class struggle is un, is unwinnable. They're arguing mm -hmm. that basic liberal politics is impossible. Yes, right. Like yeah. taxing the rich like is a thing that that that's not like a radical thing. That's like like the basic. That's like a basic Democratic Party thing, and they're they're arguing that it's so impossible that 
anyone who has a plan to change anything has to pre-means test it to be compliant with a non-existent balanced budget amendment to get the right to support it. Like Liz Trust here shit. Like the, the, this is this was written by one of the people on the editorial board of Jacobin. Yeah, well that doesn't shock me. But uh, <sighs> yeah. it, it is very funny to look at their citations, which are like about eighty percent people being like, "This article is horseshit," and then like uh, like cop publications. <laughs> just yeah. Being like, yeah. Let's go. So okay, so so have, having actually, well, okay. So before we do, we should we should do another ad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do do you know what uh, who else has uh, completely abandoned the idea that there is any possibility of social change in the world? The Conservative Party and Unionist Party of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Yeah, do they? Who do they we are sponsored the by? I guess now we're going right. to take their money and well, give it to the IRA. Us. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, thank you, Rishi Sunak. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. And okay, we're back. So, so have, having abandoned politics in favor of complete capitulation to the forces of reaction, they turn towards a cost-benefit analysis of having more cops. Um, oh, the the, the benefit they argue is less crime, and this is bullshit. There is no statistical evidence that having more cops reduces crime. 
I I have done like I th- there, there are other reasons why yes. this is bullshit. I have done I, think, a, I, I have I done have, entire yeah. series about there, there. There is a lot of writing on this topic and how this correlation how this correlation is not actually effective. Um, but yeah, it and, is, and, it, it, and it's also like an, it's, a very important thing here is it, it, this is it, this is a, this is a thing that's about what kind of crime you care about, right? Like I, I have written an entire series about why my about you know the times when my police department was literally being run by multiple drug cartels at the same time when they strapped dudes to fucking radiators yes. and attached yes. their balls to car batteries. They shot children into the street. They disappeared people to be tortured into fucking black sites, and then they went to fucking Iraq to teach the CIA how to do it. Like, the, the, like these people, the, the cops are—they are rapists. They are kidnappers. They are extortionists. They are thieves. They are torturers. They are murderers. A lot of them are in literal neo-Nazi gangs who run their own serial killer competitions. Um, none of this apply like appears in any of the analysis that these dipshits have compiled. And you know, it's, it's you know, when the old cultural turn to get involved. You yeah, look at the material conditions here. Yeah, yeah. The material conditions apparently are cop go up, crime go down, which yep. it's yeah, also well, important. Like, I think it's important to note that there's a really good article. I think it was by M plus one called Raise the Crime Rate from this is from like 2006. But they have they have this point, which is that like. The reductions in the crime rate that we like see insofar as they happen are not actually reductions in the amount of crime going on. like. What's happening is that, like, we put people in prison, and then the crime happens to them there, right? Like, even 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 if you reduce the homicide rate outside of prison, there's still the mm-hmm. homicide rate inside of prison, which nobody fucking gives a shit about. And you know, because because again, th- this crime doesn't go away. All that happens is that it gets yeah. it gets you know intensified and inflicted on a group of people the American public doesn't give a shit about. So you yeah. know all of the violence, all of the all of the rape, all of the fucking murder, all of the theft, all of the shit we normally throw people in prison for, in theory, is just happening to people inside of prisons. It's just that academics can stop pretending to give a shit about it when they don't have to see it. Yeah, I like where I live. Right, we just reelected a sheriff who has overseen like nineteen deaths in jail this year. Yep. in San Diego, right? But that is not seen as an issue of evidently to the people who voted for her, to the Democratic Party who endorsed her. Uh, and, and instead, like, they would much rather have that because they're presumably worried that the person who ran against her in the primaries would be too soft on crime and therefore, you know, their Teslas might get keyed. Yeah. So, okay, let, let's look at the supposed benefits. Oh, but let's, I guess. <laughs> I I, sorry, sorry, guess. The, the, those, those are the benefits. Let's look at the, let's look at the costs. Quote, finally, finally, consider the cost of policing. On the one hand, a world of more policing would, perhaps unsurprisingly, be a world of more arrests. Based on recent work by Chaflin, our best guess is that the first world balance would be a world of almost 7.8 million arrests. What? On the other hand, for some, for, okay, this is a direct quote, by the way. I need everyone to understand I am directly quoting them when I say this. On the other hand, for the somewhat speculative reasons we gave earlier, we guess that a world of more policing would be one of less police violence. About 900 fewer people killed by the police. Based on what? The a miracle occurs! <laughs> that, that's, what, that, that's how, James, a miracle occurs! Uh, very, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> more yeah, cops, yeah. they what, do yeah. less violence. Yep. Yeah, it, it the, makes this sense. The, you know you you if you were for example a social scientist right at all you could look at all of the all of the other times the U.S. has gotten more cops 
and tried to see if that like increased or decreased the amount of violence the police do. Nah, dog. and you know, These but they've drawn a line. They've drawn a line. It's all good. The li- I just I do want to draw attention to figure one where they have exactly one data point, <laughs> yeah. and then they've just drawn a line to it. <laughs> From where so the axes funny. intersect at a data point and just yeah, been like I mean, line, we've got line, like, like this whole thing is just sort of yeah. like like you know, okay, so e- even if somehow, right, by some miracle, this occurred and less people were killed by the police be- like were killed by police violence because there was more cops, which this is the kind of thing that for 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 the purposes of this thought experiment, right, we are allowing people to believe this, like for the same reason that we allow children to believe in the Easter bunny. So assuming assuming this is real, hold up. I kids don't believe in the Easter Bunny. I I I, I have I have this. met kids who yeah. believed in the Easter Bunny. I understand believing in Santa, but do people actually believe in the yeah. Easter Bunny? As not a many, not many. But all, okay. also, all also, right. also, right. most people don't believe the police will be more violent if if you have if yeah. will be less violent if you have more of them. How well, about okay. a tooth fairy? So, the tooth fairy was uh, yeah. Let's 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 let them believe this, right? This entire argument hinges on the theory that incarceration and arrest are distinct outcomes of policing, right? They're arguing that there's going to be more arrest, but that's okay because there will be less people in prison. Now, there is one tiny problem here that you may have seen, which is that when you arrest people, it leads to people going to prison. (laughs) Nowhere in this entire article... Have these two Harvard professors at any point considered the fact that when you arrest someone, they sometimes go to prison and that arresting (laughs) more people will mean more people go to prison because that's what happens when you arrest someone. They've never considered this. And in fact, in fact, not only have they never considered this, they seem to believe that there is an inverse correlation between the number of people getting arrested and how many people go to prison. They think that 7,800,000 more arrests will somehow lead to 1.2 million people less in prison. (laughs) It's, yeah, even... What the fuck? (laughs) What? People in this country die... In between arrest and their hearing, right? Like, in between arrest yeah. and, uh, and having a, a fair trial. Like, yeah, to ignore that, it's, it, it's not just, like, uh, it's not just wrong. It's callously cruel. Also, like, they appear to have not uh, looked at any point at the opportunity cost of having all these cops, right? Yep. Like, we pay cops a metric shit ton of money yeah. because they're, they're the only unions that, that apparently the state cares about. And, like... We could do something useful with that money, right? Like, well, we the, could... the thing the thing they claim they're doing is is that they're, they're going to fund less prisons and fund more cops, and this will lead to less people being in prison. Now, if this doesn't make any sense to you, that's because it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. And 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 again, we have to come back to the question: What do you think happens to people who get arrested? Like, do these people <laughs> think they get sent on vacation to Tahiti? Like, I I I know none of these people, none of the people writing this have been arrested, but like. Like, you yep. can't be this stupid. Like, there's no way. Like, no, you can't. Oh. <laughs> God. So, okay. Like, so, so we're, I'm going to close on some stuff here, which I'm going to close on the sort of anarchist stuff that they that they're ranting about. Um, I'm, I'm going to read another quote from this. Some civil libertarians might prefer radical decarceration without any increase or perhaps even some reduction in police force size. On the grounds that state-imposed violence or harm is morally different from and worse than interpersonal violence committed by private individuals. 
An extreme version of this position would hold that no amount of interpersonal violence could ever justify the use of coercive force by the state. But any state completely lacking in coercive power would be unable to enforce tax law and policy and thus unable to collect revenue. Without revenue, the government could not provide public goods or a social safety net. Which also, by the way, I want to stop here and like uh, point out that like they like in any other context, none of these people believe this because like these, these people are all neo-chartalists, like they're all NMT people. And so they don't actually believe that money that they, they in any other context except this one, they understand that money is something created by the state. Except here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they have to justify yeah. police. Uh, without revenue, governments cannot provide public goods or a social safety net. So this extreme version of, libertari- of civil libertarianism is essentially a kind of political anarchism. And we doubt many are, in fact, committed to this brand of anarchism. So, okay, l- 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 let's unpack this a second. When they say civil libertarianism here, what they say is that anyone who proposes to defund the police or reduce the number of people in prison, Right. In the next paragraph, they argue that anyone who wants to do those things uh, is actually in favor of increasing the homicide rate because when there's less co- when there's less cops, then quote serious crime runs unchecked in poor neighborhoods, which leaves you with two choices, right? You can be an anarch quote unquote anarchist and let the crime happen because you supported so decreasing so the number true. of cops, or so you true. can support having more cops. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just an absurd extrapolation of a position. Yeah, well, like, but it's it's not just that uh, they they've give, what they're doing here is they're giving their entire game away, right? What they've admitted is that their ideal society requires, and this is what they are saying about the state's need for coercive power, right? With their own argument, they the, the coercive power they need is the police, and so what they are saying is that their politics requires an entire class of rapist neo-Nazi murderers to, inf- to you know, like to enforce their vision of the welfare state. Like, in or- in order for there to be a welfare state, there have to be a bunch of people who can fucking walk into your door and shoot you, right? There have to be a group of people who can fucking stand there, grab your child, smash their head into a wall fifteen times, and then fucking grab you and throw you through a window, right? Th- this is what they are arguing, and and this begs the question: Okay, so why do these people want more cops? And, you know, the caricature they offer up is that without cops, everyone will just murder each other. And so we need neo-Nazi death squads to stop us all from murdering each other. But, okay, that's stupid, right? Like, self-evidently, police are only, like, police are not that old. They've only been around for, like, 200 years. So we know that's not true. So why do they actually want more cops? And, you know, something, something that's very interesting, given that this is an article about the police that is written by people who are on the editorial board of socialist magazines nowhere in this article does it mention the fact that the cops exist to protect private property right this is this is a huge part of what their existence right their job is to ensure that there is one class of people who owns the factories and the fields and the grocery stores and the fast food chains and the fucking car dealerships and that there is another class who was forced to work for them and have their labor stolen every day of their lives and of course, these sort of like faux pro cop, these pro cop like faux social democrats will never mention it, right? But these people's version of quote unquote socialism is one in which all that shit, all the stuff that makes things like all of the businesses, all of the corporations, all of the all of that shit is owned by capitalists and not the working class. They need those cops specifically to protect the property of the ruling class from you, right? Like that 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 is ultimately what this is about: the specter of crime. And and this is true whether it's coming from socialists or whether it's coming from the most like unbelievably deranged blue lives matter cop freak. It is about stopping you from taking what is yours. And that that's the end of part one. In part two, we're gonna look at the the, the whole sort of background ideology 
that's running all of this. And it also sucks. So, yay, come back tomorrow for more horrors. great news. <laughs> ah, love it. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.